Welcome back, everybody, to another episode here with your host, The D is Silent. And uh, it's a good morning. It's I think it's October 5th, uh, 2022. It's about... No, yeah, it's October 5th. It might be 6.20 in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. Um, on my way to work. I should get there in the next 20 or so minutes. And let's get into it. So... I got a couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to the review an album. We're going to talk a little bit about... I had a little vacation in Las Vegas over the last couple of days. And uh, Cobra Kai Season 5. And whether or not I believe there's going to be a Season 6. Um, so let's get into it. Slipknot. Their latest album just released uh, like a week ago or a couple days ago. I'm not sure how many days ago. Maybe last Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe sometime last week. And I wanted to give it an honest listen. And I wanted to hit me without looking at the titles, without trying to hear too much of the internet, without trying to just be caught up in anything that they're doing. I mean, you never know. Some bands, you know, just randomly drop bangers after having been lackluster for a while. And, you know, so I wanted to give it an honest listen. And giving it an honest listen from start to finish I can without a shadow of a doubt say I will never listen to that album again ever um there is not a single song on there and this is bad because the last well not the last album they made before this I think this We Are Not Your Kind I listened to that in its entirety and again, that one I probably won't ever listen to again either. Uh, this one for sure. I just don't know what the direction is of the band anymore. Uh, I don't know if they want to be a, a rock band. You know, I don't know if they, their goal is to like make dad rock. I don't know if their goal is to try to bring like metal into like normal people's lives and it may not be so metal. I mean, I don't really know. And that's a bad thing because I don't really understand. I like Slipknot is so far removed from what they used to be. Um, and you got to point your finger where, where it's got to be pointed. And I think that's at Corey Taylor. Um, as a heavy metal fan, as a, as an old Slipknot fan, you know, a, a maggot, a, you know, you know, we grew up, I grew up with them being probably one of the best metal bands, heavy metal bands, you know from Iowa and Slipknot Slipknot uh, 
really everybody goes back to Iowa being one of the best albums of all time. And I'll give you that. I'll give Slipknot Iowa was probably one of the best. It's definitely in the heaviest and most metal albums of all time. It's up in the top 10 probably. I don't think it's at one like the band would assume it is. It's definitely top 10. I don't know if there's 10 better. Well, maybe now if they're given the duration, but it's still top. It's still top 15 for sure of all time, all time. Uh, but I don't put it as number one no more. And I, and actually, the more they keep making music the way they are now, the more tarnished Iowa becomes. Because I refuse to believe that this is the same Slipknot that I would when I was in high school, um, 13, 14, 15 years ago now, that it's the same Slipknot almost 20 years ago now. 2023 will be... 20 years ago actually since I was in high school I refuse to believe that this is the same band that gave me Iowa gave me Slipknot Slipknot and then they come out with this absolute you know trash this is it not only is it awful I mean it, it's bad this is one of the I can sit here comfortably and say that this album is not only is it not good, but you should not even listen to it. Uh, I, I the heavy metal media that is, and the heavy metal bands that exist out there, they will not call out Slipknot uh, because it's a money thing. Um, you know, bands like Kill Switch Engage, Hatebreed, you know. Uh, a Slayer, a, you know, all the, all the, and, and even the younger bands like the K-Strain, Knock Loose, uh, Kubla Khan, a lot of the younger bands will not call out Slipknot for what they are any, either. And that's solely because Slipknot still is at the top of the metal heat pile and when they go on tour a lot of these bands want to be on their tour because people go and it's a lot of money involved I understand that I understand a lot of these bands are in it to be a band yes and they're in it to be they're in it to win it but at the same time you know they you need to call it a uh, a duck what it is you know if it acts like a duck and walks like a duck it is a duck it's, it's it's this is a bad album and this is and they've been continually getting worse um you can tell the direction of the band is plainly evident within the first song or two and it doesn't get much it doesn't get any better I thought it was gonna get better as it went on and it got worse and worse. Um, again, the bad members themselves. I understand they, you know, this twenty years later since Iowa. Twenty-one later. I don't know how many years later since Iowa. Since their inception, and you know they're getting their monies now. You know, this, 
It's their livelihood. I don't particularly blame them for trying to get a cash grab, but this is no longer, you know, they need to go into retirement is what I'm saying. Um, A lot of these members put their names to the music, you know, in their direction of the music. And, I mean, you got to call it what it is. It's a bad album. A very poorly done album. And I just... Nobody is calling them out on it. And that's in the most infuriating thing for me as a fan. That I... I haven't seen very many positive... Uh, I haven't seen any, very many negative reviews of the bands as the last couple of albums. And... I just wholeheartedly believe that the heavy metal community is just really is afraid to tell them Slipknot that they're making shit music. Music that is unlistenable that nobody actually nobody wants to listen to. And you know regardless of what the whatever the numbers say, I mean I don't know if they sold a million units or whatever. I mean I don't know, but Hopefully nobody bought the album with the anticipation of it being a good album because this is not a good album. Uh, it is good if you like Stone Sour. It is good if you really dig old folk rock. Um, but I have to say, this is fucking terrible. And I'm, I'm sick of... I mean, it, it might be time. It might be time now to just bury Slipknot. It might be time. There's nobody out there to take the reins from them and make their own Ozfest or not fest or this or that or the other thing. But it might be time to bury them. It just might be. Uh, I I want to hear see the interview and somebody said, hey, this album sucks. A lot of people say it sucks and it does suck. No one is hear their response to it. Like, I actually want to hear the negativity around. So I want to see it get back to them. Like, hey, this album fucking sucks. Um, what are your thoughts about people saying it sucks? I want to hear them sit there and say that, no, it's a good album and this and that. Uh, because that happens to a lot of bands that aren't as big as they are. Um, the internet chewed up Suicide Silence when the new singer took over. And they did all the clean singing. I mean, they chew their ass up. And the internet needs to do that a Slipknot. And the internet needs to fucking chew their ass up and, tell, and put them in a body bag. Because uh, I think it's time. Uh, I think it's time to put Slipknot out to pasture. And and just not let them see the light of day no more. Unless they make something decent. Um, maybe they need to just step away for a few years. And then do a little reunion tour. Because this shit is not... This shit is not it. Um, I I don't really mean to dog the entire band this way. But I, I gotta give the album... I, I don't even know if I'd give it a 1 out of a 10. It's that bad. For me. I, I listened to it. I listened to it on my way to Las Vegas the other day. I had it at high volume. I was hoping something was gonna... Be, I, hope, I was hoping for like 2 or 3 songs to be like... Yeah, that songs were good. Maybe, you know, there's direction is still there to be heavy, but there is not one, 
not one song that I could tell you that that was a song to that was a good song. Not one. This album was a complete waste of my time. Uh, again, I gave I gave it an honest listen, and I'll never listen to it again. As a matter of fact, I'm tell people not to listen to it. I'm gonna tell people because it, it Slipknot deserves that. As far as much as I hyped them up, telling people, yeah, I'm listening to Slipknot. Slipknot is the best band. I mean, they deserve the equal criticism. And it's just alarming to see how many heavy metal bands out there hate breed, you know, uh, motionless and white. You know, you got your devil drivers. They ain't going to say shit. They ain't going to sit down and say that album is bad. It's terrible. Because ultimately it fucks with their money too. Um, You know... Your Avenged Sevenfold. Nobody. I mean, I, and I don't. Avenged Sevenfold has long since been past criticized, and people like. There's. I, I mean, I'm. I'm not going to be surprised if people like Slipknot's album. I'm saying, yeah, this is the most mature album. They've. It's the best album they've ever heard. I, there's going to be those people that like it, but I, I tell you, from old Slipknot head to where they come, to, I mean, they need to be buried, uh, six feet deep at least. Um, and that's my album review. I'll never listen to the album again. Uh, it was a complete waste of my time. I don't know. I don't know what's happened to Slipknot over the years. Again, I'm not in the room. I've had this discussion before. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, I blame Corey Taylor, and I think it's him. Uh, Joey's not there. A couple of members are not there. A couple of members refuse to speak out. They're just there for a paycheck. Um, I don't believe the band is giving it their all. Uh, the direction is just shit. Uh, and, uh, and overall, the heavy, the heavy metal community really needs to take a look in the mirror and realize if this is what we've come to as a community, heavy metal community, where people are unable or unwilling to speak out against, you know, a once mighty band and Slipknot or, you know, could be anybody and say, hey, your music sucks. We will not listen to your music. We will not attend your concerts no more. Uh, we really need to sit back and wonder what's going on. Because, you know, the first band that actually comes out and says, not only was this record bad, but we're not going to go on tour them. Or, you know, Slipknot is fucking a disgrace to what they once were. I probably will not only gain my attention but I might actually listen to what that band puts out and it actually become a fan I mean it's gonna get to that point it is already at that point I don't know how else to say this the Slipknot album is fucking terrible I will not listen to it again ever in my life Uh, um, again they they are tainting and tarnishing the legacy of Iowa and with the last couple of albums that they put out you've got to that's why Iowa no longer is um, a top album anymore, in my opinion. And, you know, I'm, it's so far removed from Iowa, like, uh, it's not even the same band anymore. I mean, basically, it's just, it's just terrible. And, you know, and I don't want to start the podcast out on a negative note, but they, I mean, that's what it is. It's an honest album review. Uh, it fucking sucks. It sucks. Their shit sucks now. The band sucks. 
Um, but with that said, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about something else now. Uh, we're going to talk about maybe Cobra Kai when I get back from work. Uh, and then a little bit of Vegas. So hang tight. Okay, everybody. I am back. So let's get into Cobra Kai Season 5. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys I tried finishing up this episode yesterday, but I got cut off or something wigged out on the podcast, but I'm back. I just re-recorded with my thoughts. Um, I absolutely love Cobra Kai Seasons 1 through 4, so it's going to come as no surprise that Season 5 was just as good. If you liked Cobra Kai Season 1, 2, 3, and you made it to 4, 5 is the same, but it kind of wraps up some storylines and the bigger question is about Cobra Kai going forward is will there be a season 6 will they continue it uh, but let's get into the season what happens in the season Terry Silver obviously beats out Miyagi-Do he's expanding his operation he sends Kreese to jail and uh, Terry Silver and Cobra Kai is now taking over the valley, trying to expand to the world. And basically, you know, LaRusso and, the, and his budget kids, uh, Miguel, Robbie, uh, the dad, you know, the mom, all of them are trying to stop Terry Silver eventually. They're trying, they're trying to... De- enlist more help to, to do it uh, they go back and find more old characters uh, and overall it's the same I, I kind of find Cobra Kai to be right in the vein of it's kid friendly but it's also friendly to the old heads a lot of fan service in that in Cobra, in Cobra Kai from the jump a lot of fan service um, bringing back a lot of old characters uh, and then it's, it's okay if you're an old head and you want to watch it it's not totally G rated it's Probably TV 14 or whatever, TV 17. But you can watch it with your kids. They have like a couple of cuss words. I think about as bad as it gets. Um, I love the tone of the... I actually like the tone of the messages of the series. You know, uh, Protect the Egg was Miyagi-Do coming together. It was all, you know... All for one, not one for all kind of mentality. You know, all of them were together. They were going to have to band together to protect themselves against Cobra Kai, you know, and become a unit, a, basically uh, a, uh, an impenetrable Spartan force because Cobra Kai was picking them off one by one and they had figured that out and they said that needed to stop. Cobra Kai, on the other hand, had Tori, uh, you know, was in charge of it, but she was having feelings. Uh, she was actually working with Crease. Uh, some things happened. Uh, and basically, Terry went out and sought help to expand his boundaries, and it seemed like he was going to take it to the big leagues. Uh, he signed up for a tournament, a tournament to get them into the big leagues. Internationally, that Cobra Kai could expand its horizons. And basically, I mean, he, he came with an eyelash of doing it. If you haven't seen the 
series. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, now you can binge watch all five uh, seasons. Uh, season five is two thumbs up. Uh, but let's get straight to the end of it. Let's get straight to the meat and cheese of it. This, all this. Basically, uh, Terry Silver loses. Cobra Kai kind of seems like it's falling apart. Uh, Chris, who, who was in jail, made a jail escape, which would lead you to believe that he's still going to take up the reins of Cobra Kai, and I believe he will. I think he's going to end up, and this is where I kind of feel like a season six. I believe if they do a season six, he's going to pick up Cobra Kai where it's left off. Gather a new um, brood of kids. And Cobra Kai, for all intents and purposes, is still into the tourney. Uh, They just have not. Terry Silver's now in jail, but uh, Cobra Kai will still be in the tournament. And anything could happen. I kind of want them to do uh, one showdown. Uh, I think think we need a Miguel versus Robbie, even though that kind of was... In this, they need an actual showdown. We need Tori versus Sam. You know, there's a, there's several, you know, matchups that I, I think should happen in the next season. I believe there will be a next season. Um, and that's kind of what I feel about Cobra Kai. I believe that there will be a next season. Next season probably being the final season. I heard something about uh, Karate Kid was being remade. Hopefully, they bring some of the kids along for the ride. You know, if they don't, eh. but Cobra Kai was a phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. I, I thoroughly enjoyed seasons one through four. Uh, five was no exception. Five, uh, you know, five was good too in its own way. Uh, I just don't feel that it ended. I, I don't know if it's ending or not. Cobra Kai will come back for season six. But uh, I do believe they will come back for a season. But I think season six will be the final season of it. Uh, it you know, probably a final season of Cobra Kai. It, it should be done uh, to close out every last bit of story. Um, I wouldn't mind if, you know, we don't know who's the winner of the final battle between Cobra Kai and Miyagi. Maybe they did that open for interpretation. I uh, wouldn't mind if they kill off LaRusso's character and him join Miyagi some sort of like some sort of afterlife um, and let the teachings of Miyagi live on. I uh, wouldn't mind that either. You know, Daniel LaRusso. Um, would be a fitting end for him as well that he got to bring back Miyagi-Do to the forefront and, you know, help to nurture it, nurture it back up. But overall, I give it two thumbs up. I could probably give it like a seven and a half or maybe eight out of ten. And that's on the high end because there's just a lot of things going on there. Um, there's a little bit of things that just didn't make sense, like uh, Miguel's Mexican cartel father. father. Uh, I was like, they didn't even need to be in there. But I guess... You know, they needed to wrap up that little story from season four. Uh, Kreese making his jail escape. 
I mean, they could have got him out another way. But I guess they added a little bit of flavor to it. You know. Um, Terry Silver, what's going on with Terry Silver? He's going to go to jail forever. What's going to happen with Cobra Kai? Seemed like a lot of people quit, but not everybody quit. Uh, you know, and I kind of still think some of the characters might jump ship when Kreese comes back. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Miyagi Do. Uh, maybe that's not, doesn't fit well with everybody. So that's what it is. Uh, but overall, it's really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it. You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I don't think if you watched Cobra Kai and you were like, this shit is dumb. I mean, it didn't change for you. But if you did like it, uh, you liked season five. So that was that was fun. It was a fun show. Um, but jumping ships, let's talk just briefly about Lord of the Rings. Uh, last episode, and today is, you know, now Friday... This episode, of Lord of the Rings, coming out. I have to watch it today because I'm of what happened last week. The birth of Mordor, uh, Adar, and the you know the Uruks that he had at his side. He, you know, he gave them a home, man. Uh, and it was a glorious way. I mean, that episode, I just did not see that coming. I didn't know what was ha- going to happen until it happened. Uh, it's one of the first episodes on a streaming service that I would re- definitely rewatch just a very specific episode. It was that good. It was phenomenal, man. I just, you know, the whole episode had you believing that the orcs were going to get beat. They were down and out. They've been getting their ass kicked. Um, the writers of Numenor came riding in and fucked them up and then captured him Adar took off you know there's a little bit of twist and turn before that uh, and then and then again the birth of Mordor uh, the plan that Adar had you know birthing Mordor uh, brilliant absolutely brilliant giving every, the orcs a home uh, if I say the term scorched earth motherfucker I mean he literally Scorched the earth and made it barren of everything livable. I mean, it was it. They did it in such a dramatic fashion. Uh, everything visually was stunning. I, it was one. It's one of the best uh, pieces of visual things I've ever seen in my life. Um, very reminiscent of of Godzilla. You know, 2014, Endgame had a scene like this. Lord of the Rings had a scene like this. Um, you know, they, they just don't make stuff like this that often. Uh, it it kind of also reminds me of Rogue One, uh, the ending of Rogue Run. It was just that good. Uh, bravo to the team at Amazon and Lord of the Rings for doing that, putting that to film. It's one of the most greatest things I've ever seen, man. Uh, hands down, money well spent. Uh, this series by itself, whether whenever it becomes available to buy, I would love to have add it to my Lord of the Rings collection of movies. I think I have the old the OG and I have the Hobbits purchased. Um, 
I got this. I would love this. Uh, the Rings of Power story. I'd probably buy it. And this would be one of the episodes that I can watch just from start to finish over and over. It's basically a movie in a one hour mid season finale. Uh, again, you know, and there's just some, there's just some things in this series that you just completely, you know, takes your, take, as, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you're, you're absolutely loving this. I mean, fuck what the internet is telling you. Fuck what the haters are saying. This shit is good. Uh, the villains, I mean, the, the villains have not really even come to fruition. I'm not exactly even sure if they're going to come forward in this season at all. Or if Gal- uh, Galadriel will end up being the main instigator. Um, you kind of makes you wonder what's going to happen. Although uh, Galadriel um, is alive in... You know, both The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. If you don't know who Galadriel is, she's the one that gives Frodo the light. And in any dark, she can talk to him telepathically. Uh, she gives, she comes to aid Gandalf in the Hobbit series when he faces Sauron um, out there. Uh but it's going to be interesting to, to see because I don't know if Sauron will have his power at any time. Um, well, he's got to. He's got to. I mean, it's the rings of power because Sauron himself, uh, I think, had lost the rings by the time the Hobbit happened uh, because Bilbo ends up with a ring. And I heard the most insane theory out there that Sauron still exists um, because Sam gave, but I don't know if that's true. Sam gave Frodo a fake ring and kept the ring of power for himself. I've heard that insane theory. Maybe, uh, you know, who knows? But. But, but that's getting too far. But I, so, so Sauron's going to get his... But he hasn't yet... They haven't yet got to him. Uh, I was waiting for them to get to him. I was like, well, I wonder when he's going to show up. And he's all... He's mentioned throughout. So so is Morgoth. Uh, I don't know if they're going to show Morgoth. I kind of hope they... Wa- I want them to... I hope Sauron becomes a villain like Darth Vader. And just is everywhere for terrorizing Middle Earth for a minute. Um, and hopefully they tease Morgoth and, you know, eventually we get a glimpse of him. Uh, he's basically a kaiju. He's one of the OG beasts of the land. There's also some huge ass spiders that were also sucking up the, the similar rails, um, and the light as well. Um, and it's just what it is, uh. But we'll see. We'll see if they get that. If if they ever get there, the Silmarillion is there. Having read it and understand the backstory, is very. It's very. I'm finding it very fun now, catching up with everything and seeing now how all of this, how the Lord of the Rings actually got started. Um, 
you know and i and i know things like i know the dark elves existed uh going into this i was wondering if they showed up it's confirmed now that adar is basically a dark elf elf uh taught under the wing of morgoth and um he said himself he split sauron in half we're gonna find out if that's true we're gonna find out if because adar didn't die we're gonna find out if him and Sauron go heads to head, um, I would love for there to be a, a, a six-way tango, a three-way tango between Galadriel, Sauron, Adar, you know, the orcs, the Uruks, you know, out there. And maybe even another person or two. You know, I would love, you know, I they, this that's why this Lord of the Rings series is so good. It could go on. Uh, give me three, four seasons of it. Give me five seasons of it. Shit. I can't get enough of that. I can't get enough. Amazon, tip of the cap, man. That's a good... You know, Amazon has the boys. And, and this is right up there. Right up there. This is probably better than the boys. Hands down. This Lord of the Rings is the best thing that Amazon's got going for it. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Bravo, again, I got making a um, mountain out of a molehill right here with this one episode. But it was that good. That good. Uh, But moving on from that, let's talk about... I went to Vegas the other day. That's why I've been lagging on this podcast. Uh, I went to go see the Raiders play. They played the Denver Broncos. Came to town. We were 0-3. Broncos 2-1. You know, battle of what looks to be like the battle of uh, you know mediocrity uh, because the Raiders have no excuse being down on three there's no excuses there's no oh we had some bad calls injuries we don't, you know we have a full healthy roster more or less we have brought in talent and the only thing we got shown for it is one win one out of three one out of four is not going to cut in the NFL um, I, we should have been three and one, if anything. Uh, and now we play Kansas City on Monday. Now we're gonna find out if the Raiders are, if we it, it, again. I hate to say it, if the if the Raiders lose, the season's over. Being down one and four, we might not ever catch up to anybody. I, I don't see us at any point in the in the season popping off six wins in a row. We would have to beat Kansas City. And Kansas City probably knows that and probably going to come out and, and fucking gun us down. So, I mean, it's going to be a mind fuck to watch. Um, but with that said, I mean, I still had a good time at the Raiders game. I bought a ticket uh, back in summer, back in May or something. I've had them. Uh, I booked the room. You know, it's my birthday present. It's a lot riding on the line. I hate doing that you know it's because it causes an un- ungodly that's the one thing i now and now it's becoming a thing because every time i go to the dodger games they're fucking losing even though they're winning so many games what the fuck is I, you know it sucks when you put money to shit you put money to what you're doing you put time and your effort and you go and you support your team and i'm still going to support my team no matter what but i just kind of feel like Damn. Since the Raiders have moved to Vegas, at the games I have gone to, I am 2-0. 
in Las Vegas Raider home games. I have not seen them lose there. And let's keep the streak going. Next year, I want it to be 3-0. and um, Last year was crazy because I watched them play the Dolphins. And we won in the last seconds of overtime. This year was a nail-biter in the first half. We pulled away in the second half, as you all know. And that's what it is. Uh, aside from that, we gamble. I gambled it up a little bit. I did some roulette. Um, start, all of a sudden, becoming a roulette fan. Uh, I would still love to learn how to play craps. I still haven't worked up the nerve to go try and play poker. Have poker tables with, you know, other people like me that think they're sort of good at it, but we don't know. Um, I would love to play poker like that. I don't know how to play. I don't know. I don't understand chips either. How much is a chip? How much a chip is worth? Um, you know, I don't know. Essentially, you know, what what all of it is and how to play it. But I'm good at it on the World Series of Poker app. That I am good at. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's just the dynamic changes. I guess when you're a live person, you have to actually play, you know. Uh, but anyways, anyways. Uh... Aside from that, we did some guy did some drinking at the Raider game. We did some drinking at the hotel. Uh, had a Long Island iced tea. You know, uh, like three tall cans at the game. Had a tall margarita. About half a big tall margarita to myself. Uh, what else? We had some. We had paging number nine in the Caesar's Palace. Stayed at Caesar's Palace. Again, a phenomenal hotel. Um, Absolutely beautiful inside. Uh, I didn't even go much outside because there's that much to do inside Caesar's Palace. Um, and that was basically my Sunday day in evening. Monday we woke up. Uh, we went shopping at the forum shops. And I got to say, while I would never actually purchase anything from any one of those stores in there. You know, you got Versace, Gucci... Louis Vuitton, um, Red Bottoms, you've got Tiffany and Co. We've got, I mean, everything in there is like, um, shit, everything in there is uh, expensive. You've got to have big bank dollars to shop at the Caesars Forum shops. But I think a lot of people go there. Just to be around the fancy. I don't know how much money those stores actually pull out. But I don't doubt that people go in there and shop for the high-end stuff. And actually, to me, it's one of the best places to go to. You got Nike in the back, Cheesecake Factory. You've got restaurants in there, Italian joints. You got a little section that's like a touristy mall one. But then you got the high-end shit. Um, and everything's nice and air-conditioning. It makes you feel like... You're actually kind of like in Europe, I would assume. Um, I love the shops. I walked in there before. Again, I walked into this time just to see everything. You know, you just want to see everything. You know, do stuff. And you know, I walked through those shops. We probably walked for about three, four hours in there. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal. You know, and then you got the casino right there. Uh, Monday night we ended up doing. The buffet at the Bachanel Buffet in Caesar Palace. Again, a phenomenal buffet. 
absolutely, you know, Monday was my birthday. Absolutely phenomenal um, quality of food, service of food. I had seafood, had um, Asian food. Uh, I had Mexican food. I had prime rib. had Italian food. I mean, the, the buffet, the buffet, at, the Bachelor buffet in Vegas goes crazy. Lamb. Um, oh, there's so much there. It's 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 amazing. One of the best buffets in the world, and it's not a buffet that you think, "Wow, it's shitty." Like Golden Corral. No, the Bachelor buffet is actually real food cooked, like if you would order it at a restaurant, restaurant quality, but just served buffet style. Uh, obviously, they charge you a lot to get in there, it's about eighty bucks a person. But to me, you get you pay for what you get. You can spend forty dollars and go to Golden Crow and get stuff that I would not even eat. Uh, basically, it's the TV dinners heated up is what they're serving you. I would not eat it normally, let alone I would not pay forty dollars for it. Um, and Golden Corral is absolutely a, a, a sham and a tragedy of a buffet place. I. I I, I I might not ever get there again ever, uh, and I don't mean to dog anything like that, but I just I just won't. No different between the hometown buffet that was in California for many years. It's just the same thing, just touched up, painted different. Beyond that, I got so stuffed that we went up to the room, lay down, called it a night. Um, Tuesday we woke up. We headed out to, we checked out, headed out to the Grand Lux Cafe at the Palazzo. And the Palazzo has treated us nice. Uh, the times I've gone there, I would like to stay there. Um, but we'll see how that shakes out. It's a little bit expensive to do it. But overall, you know, and then after that, we came home, spent a couple days in Vegas. Uh, the Raiders played. I, I wanted to go do. The Hunger Games Expo. I need to lose weight so I can get on the helicopter rides. And not that I have to lose weight to get on the ride, but uh, there's a weight limit and they want if you're over that, they're going to charge you more. So I was like, damn it. So I didn't do that. I didn't know where the Hunger Games Expo was, but I'd like to do that. Um, I also want to run it back at Battlefield Vegas. I was looking for a show to go to. I wanted to see like the Blue Man Group. Or Cirque du Soleil. But we had our buffet at 8 o'clock. And all those shows start at 8. And um, I just it just didn't. You know, now that I know that. Next, when I do go back to Vegas. Um, basically, I'll know that, okay, we'll plan dinner early. And then we'll hit one of these shows at 8 o'clock. And, you know, ta-da, like, there we are. Um, but I didn't get to do any, any of the, But, I mean, I, I enjoyed my time. At, walking to shops took a lot out, a lot out of us. You know, it's a lot of walking. It's not a, it's not a small mall. And especially when we're going in and out of all the stores. Uh, coach, you know, just seeing some of the stuff. I was like, damn, all this stuff looks kind of cool. Going into some shops that I don't even know who is the owners. But I was like, you know what? 
I could see myself in some of this if it wasn't $600 for a pair of shoes. Gucci has some shoes that I'm like, okay, I could wear the Gucci shoes, but for $1,000 for a pair of kicks is crazy. Um, it ain't no matter which way you chop it up, slice and dice it. $1,000 for a pair of shoes is out, out of control. Um, I'm a, in, you know, especially since there's shoes, man. Shoes get dirty. And I don't even know if I bought a thousand, if I bought myself a thousand dollar pair of shoes. I'm not sure if I would be totally convinced to only wear them on a special occasion, like once or twice a year. Like, that would be the thing. I'd be so mad if it stepped. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Can you imagine putting on a pair of Gucci shoes? And stepping in dog shit. You know how pissed off. I'd be. Uh, I mean I'd hate stepping. You step on dog shit. Normally anywhere. And you're pissed. Let alone you stepping in dog shit. And some red bottoms. Uh, nah man. That, that's that's crazy. Crazy. Um, or some Gucci's. Or some you know. There's, a, there's plenty of places that got crazy kicks. But I guess if you're a rock star, you got if you got fat bankroll where money is no issue. Um, I'm assuming you know. Uh, you know, I'm assuming you don't care. You can step in bubblegum, dog shit, anything, and just be like, "Well, it's just a normal fucking thing." But you know, whatever. Uh, other than that, I mean, I still, I walked around there, uh, I got to see some things in there. You know, now I got, I got a game plan. You got to do a little bit of game plan when you go to Vegas, so that way you're not so overwhelmed. You know, obviously it's a trap of money. You got to have a bro to even go to Vegas. But overall, I had fun. I had a lot of fun, especially the Raiders one. Um, had like three excellent meals over there. I had a, two excellent dinners. I had a Bobby. We ate. Me and my girlfriend ate at Bobby Flay's uh, Burgers, which I liked. She didn't care for. Thought it was a little bit overpriced and not the quality that. But I liked it. You know, and my burger was just the way I wanted it. Um, the shake was phenomenal. Uh, you know, uh, I had some cheese and bacon fries. Those were good. Oh, Caesar's Palace got some amazing food, even for the low end food. Uh, I would like to. I would love to stay at Caesar's Palace from now. I, I'm a, I'm in love with Caesar's Palace, but over the years, I mean, I want to try all of them. I want to try the Bellagio. Stay at the Venetian. I mean, the Aria looks cool. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of things that you you see and you're like, damn, I would love I would love to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that too. So you know, we'll see when the next time we go where I end up staying. Uh, I gotta look book for my room, book it in advance. Uh, but I have fun. I have fun doing that. Watch again. I watch the Raiders win. Uh, Allegiant Stadium is nice, first class. 
got an Uber there, Uber back. And uh, I had fun overall. I had fun in Vegas, man. And that's that's why this episode was a little bit behind. But, you know, I'm already geared up for the next episode. The next episode going to come right away. The Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever trailer 2 came out. I got two tickets to that. Uh, what else? You know, I'm wrapping up. Or She-Hulk is coming up. I, I, I'm catched up on... I'm caught up on Andor. Uh, caught up on Lord of the Rings. Trying to finish off JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So we got some things to discuss coming coming down the pipe. Uh, so stay tuned, everybody. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Laters.